team is family to me. Not only the fans, but the players, the staff. Everything about this place is my home. Hello and welcome to the club. I'm your host, Mars, and this is the Upper 90 Club, a roundtable podcast for five friends. Well, today I think it's actually four friends. Uh, discuss the U.S. men's national team and how they crashed and burned out of the World Cup. Uh. Like after group stage. Uh, this is our uncut reaction to the USA's loss to the Netherlands. Uh, with me in the club, I have Ben, Trey, and Haas. Say hi, guys. I'm not crying. Hello. You're crying. Good evening. Mort is uh, on a trip. He provided some reaction recordings that we will uh, get to later. So um, just want to go around the horn here real quick. Uh, before we got on, I was reading about the word of the year. I'm excited to to ask you guys about that. But um, before I tell you what that is, I want to see... If you guys know what the word of the year last year was, it should be very easy. Any guesses, Ben? Uh, like, like, is this the one that was like added to Webster's dictionary? Uh, I don't know enough about it to. Comment. Let's just say yes. Yeah, yeah, probably. Definitely. Yeah, okay, probably Minecraft. No. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right, uh, Trey. <laughs> um. Last year, 2021. 2021. What, oh, what was going on in 2021? That was like I'm 20 years ago. Gonna they, say COVID. Yeah, pretty oh. pretty close. Right, right wow. vein. Right vein. Haas. Now you can build He's just on shaking that. His head can you for build the, on for that? the viewers at home? Pandemic. Pandemic. No, that was Pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that word actually existed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, the word was the word was vax, vax, vax. Oh, okay. All right. So now, Trey, that was a good job. So anyway, uh, I was just reading this article tonight before we got on here, and um, I'm this is just so so toilet world that I had to share it. Um, <laughs> so in the past, uh, Ox the Oxford. Uh, what do they call them? Lex- um, lexicologists or whatever. They would decide what the word was based on you know what it like. Is lexicologist a word? They would decide. Holy cow! They would say they would like they would look at the the stats and say, okay, you know, th- this stats? is the word of the year. Uh, you know, like. It, <clears throat> Word stats, <laughs> yeah, like you know how like phones Wordle? are constantly like recording everybody's conversation. Oh, yeah, okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like how many times things show up. The internet, yeah, yeah, uh, and they would kind of decide, like, oh, vax, vax is the word. This year, what they did, and this is, this is, I think a mistake, but they like took the top three and then put it out to a vote, so people would uh. like would vote. So the three, the three words this year were, uh, uh. Metaverse, oh, hashtag I stand with <laughs> the whole, 
<laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And multiple words. And well, I, well it's yeah. technically I think that is one word. However, because it, you know, because there are no spaces, but the third one was goblin mode. <laughs> goblin mode. <laughs> and that is in fact two That's words. Is Okay. So goblin so, goblin so world. Let, so so what do you think one? <laughs> Goblin, you were voting. For goblin mode for let's sure. go around. Let's go around. What would you vote for? Would you, what would you vote for if you were voting between metaverse hashtag I stand with and goblin mode? Actually, oh, two God. words. Oh, I'd vote goblin mode. Goblin mode. Also, yeah, for sure. <laughs> since we're all voting goblin mode, can we? Uh, can we provide the definition as we think it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. That's for great. some so, odd reason, so, I've we're never all too heard old. of it. Right, right. I did not yeah. know what it was. I had to, I mean, I learned it in the article and then I actually had to look it up because it wasn't even clear from what I read in the article. But yeah, uh, there's okay, no way. So Ben, Ben, what do you think? What Explain goblin mode and use it in a sentence. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... My name's Mr. Webster and it is goblin mode and the definition is creeping around like a creep like late at night hammered. Okay. And I would use it in a sentence like uh I went to OU so it'd be like oh I went to the union got all weird and I creeped around goblin mode style. <laughs> okay, so so you would have added style to it. Like the word would have been goblin mode style. Sure. I like it. All right, Trey. Take a crack at it. How would you use goblin mode? I think it would mostly have to like describe meth addicts, like you know, hoodies up, shoulders. It is on the rise. (laughs) I think that I think that when we when we blend these definitions together, I think we're gonna get there. Yeah. Haas, what about you? (laughs) I think goblin mode probably comes from Fortnite. And getting on some sort of streak with kills, dominating everybody. I went goblin mode all over those kids. You're the farthest off. So I'll read you what's in the article. It says, a slang term referring to a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, Uh, typically in a way that rejects social norms. So, And then the the birth of this was, uh, let let me see, I had it pulled up here. Um, oh, anyway, I think, uh, Kanye West was describing his girlfriend and he broke up with her because she went goblin mode on him. So, <laughs> so that's the word of the year. Okay. Mine's like opposite. I'd be like, marry me. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, now that we know what everyone is thinking, um, let's get into this game and just try to. Uh, put some closure on on this cycle. Talk about the game specifically. Go through what our outlook is um, coming out of this World Cup, and um, and go from there. So let's start with the lineups. Ben, you want to go through that? Yeah, sure. I also want to say before we get started, we should probably try to fit in goblin mode at some point during. <laughs> The yeah. reviewing of oh, this. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I thought that went without saying. So okay, yeah, yeah. The, we're yeah, not yeah, going to sign off until meant. we've each used Goblin yeah, Mode. Because we were all winking. You can use yeah. it correctly or incorrectly. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I still don't exactly know the definition, so I'll definitely okay. use it both correctly right. and incorrectly. Excellent. Uh, so, all right. Lineup was almost what is to be expected. Sargent was out, so there was no way he was going to start up at top. So it was Turner, Dest, Robinson, Ream, and he went with Zimmerman over CCV in the back. Um, MMA midfield, and then you had Weya on the right, Pulisic on the left per usual, and he started Ferreira, who has not seen a minute, wah, wah. Um, but decided to start him for the biggest game to date of his tenure. So that's who we started as a number nine. Any, yeah, any thoughts on all that? I mean, what's, you know, Zimmerman was out, he's back in starting. Any thoughts on that? Um, okay, so at the time, let's start, let's talk about kind of like at the time. So at the time when I saw the lineup, I was, um, I was impressed with CCV the game prior and, um, especially knowing how the Netherlands rolled out and how they decided to play, it would have been a lot better to start CCV, but I wasn't bummed about Zimmerman starting. I was like, well, you know, it, it was a little scary because the Netherlands on the other side, um, you know, Memphis to and also uh, Gakbo, who scored in every single game. I mean, you're tasking, you know, the Twitter plebs will say like, well, Zimmerman's an MLS, you know, level, whatever. And he's going against, you know, a Barcelona striker and this Gakpo who's like going to be sold for $1 billion as soon as the Netherlands are out. Um, that being said, I thought he did pretty well. And Ferreira starting up top, if Sargent's out, and I know Greg's only going to start a nine as a nine. So he, he came out and said, like, I'm only using the three strikers that I have. I thought Ferreira would fit better going against these guys running around than, you know, Haji Wright. Um, Trey, what did you think? I mean, you, we kind of talked about this and so did Haas too. I, I do. I, I was all right, no, but what do you think about Ferreira? I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't have, based on the sergeant injury, I had no issue with the starting lineup. Um, sure. You could have substituted Zimmerman for CCV, but I think that's an after-the-fact look at it. Um, yeah. And honestly, Ferreira, I don't think, he didn't get a great um, score on FOTMOB for his performance, but I really didn't think he was that bad. Um, he didn't change the game, but he didn't lose it for us. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't upset when it came out. I wasn't upset when it started. Um, so yeah, the lineup to me was, was fine. I mean, I, I didn't want him in there, but we didn't have another option. Like starting mm -hmm. Haji Wright wouldn't have done anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, he could have done something crazy and, 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 um, moved away to the middle and brought Geo in and on the outside or even play, play Geo up top. But at the end we of knew the day, that was I, out. I don't. Yeah, I mean, that would be the only other thing that I would would have been um, impressed if he would have done. Yeah, you and know, that being said, yeah, absolutely. But everybody saying, "Oh, try Geo at a nine, try and weigh at a nine. I sure. and we murdered Jurgen for doing this, as, or, and it, pretty much every yeah. coach we've seen in the U.S. men's national team is playing people out of position, and I still now will say, do not play people out of position. If you're playing day in, day out for a club at a certain position and you come in to a different system and a whole different position and you're like, hey, 
play this new thing. And they're like, well, yeah. okay. For the past five years, I've been like playing at a really high level at this. I mean, th- like they can play other positions, but it's not been, su- I don't, I, I can't yeah, cite I, no, anything I'm, that's been like super successful. I'm with you. Do, do what you do, do it well, maintain it and switch it up in the second half. And, and he did that. Um, so yeah, I mean, starting lineup to me was, was, um, what I expected in, I, I think it's probably the best that we could have rolled out with, the, with the players. I mean, you could, like I said, you could switch up Zimmerman for CCV and Ferrer for throw in what other name you want to, but it had yeah, the, it been a right. Yeah. I mean, so, okay. Really unfortunate to not have Sergeant. I, I mean, yeah, I, I thought he did yeah. so well in that last game. And he did made a big difference up front for us, but is yep. what it is. Yeah. So we, we, we played the, the best team we, we could have. Yeah. Um, and I do want to say this once before we move on. So uh, the other team had Gakpo, who is a awesome, like, has been doing really well this tournament, scored in every single game. He is a striker in the Eredivisie playing for PSV. I just wish the U.S. would have had a really hot striker from the Eredivisie playing instead of, oh, wait, we did, Ricardo Pepe. Playing in the exact oh, but same Pepe league, wasn't yeah. going goblin mode yet. That, oh, <laughs> and he's so hot. You were the first. Yeah, first one. I mean, for me, I would like have rather have seen, you know, Pepe over Haji Wright or Ferreira. But whatever. I just wanted to throw that out there. I won't say it again. But all right. It's so, just like, oh, okay. Thoughts on the first half. Um, you know, how do you think we started? What were the Dutch doing compared to what we were? Let's let's start talking about that. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll start. They they came out in a three four three, which is my personal favorite way to line up. And what they do is they run three in the back, then they run um, wing backs, so they run four. So the problem with the three four three is it gets rid of out and out wingers. So they run a three four three, but it's basically a three and then two wing backs, three in the middle, including a number 10, a playmaker, and then two strikers, which is awesome. And it's very hard to defend. Um, They came out and they are known and we knew this prior to, they were like, all right, so the Netherlands, we, they give space on the outside. That's the other problem with having wing backs because they're going up and back. They provide a lot of space on the wings. And we knew that. But what they actually did is surprisingly, they kind of shut down and you guys can, anybody else can speak to this. Cause I, you know, I only watched the game once. I'm not going to watch it again, but they, I thought they shut down our like Robinson and Dest coming down the sideline. Like the outside was not an option. Like they were in the, in their um, knockout round or their, um, their group rounds. So they did something completely different. I think um, Daily Blend and uh, Dumb Fries, which is how you actually say it, uh, Dumb Fries, they they had gr- both of them played out of their mind, and they had to in order to beat us. So they pretty much nullified Robinson and Des flying down the side. Like our our outside was like the the other part of nah. what they did, um, and it was pretty evident on the broadcast was both Depay and Gakpo. So whenever what has been really successful for the United States is whenever Tim Ream would get the ball, he's immediately taking a touch, looking wide to push Robinson up the outside. 
Gakpo would push up to stop that passing lane yeah, and force Tim Ream to look back cent- central where you had Kloss and Darun on that side. That was not there. They took that away. That absolutely wasn't a thing. Um, they gave it to Dest a little bit more, but I, I think um, it was a specific game plan that they had seen the United States do of pushing Robinson up that outside, and they took that away. Um, ex- like fan- They were very good at it. It was and awesome. They were letting us. They were letting us possess the ball. Yeah, because we weren't going anywhere with it. We were just passing it around and then passing it back, passing it back. Uh, yeah, especially in our own half for so much of the first half. Well, something to be said about that is yes and no. Yes, they let. So they did allow us to possess the ball. That being said, they allowed Tim Ream and Walker Zimmerman to possess the ball. Right. They People, did not allow the Dest or Robinson. Yeah. So like during the group stage, everyone was like, you know, okay, here's what we're going to do. If uh, Zimmerman gets the ball, we're going to rush him because he's not good with his feet. They were totally fine with letting Ream and Zimmerman walk up the field with it. And uh, Trey is exactly correct. They used Memphis to mark out Dest and they used Gakpo to mark out Robinson. So they took out the wing by cutting off the passing lane to Robinson and Dest. Brilliant. I mean, that's like just being knowing yeah. going in that they they allow that passing lane and they, they allow the wings. And all they did was say, hey, let Zimmerman and Ream have the ball. Who cares? They're, you know, like we, we're going to clog the middle with our three and then we're going to cut off the passing lanes to the outside. And we did like it was great, like fair play well, to them. I think we'll get deeper into this as we move forward, but. I truthfully think that we got outcoached in this game. And I don't mean it in a negative hammering on Berhalter way. I think it's a Louis Van Hall just looked at specific things that the U.S. does and picked it apart. Both of the goals in the first half were the exact same. And in the second half, they, they identified something. Anthony bit on it, and the guy was wide open. So I I think these – or specific tactics that he he put in place well, to to exploit the U.S. And we've talked about the revolving door of personnel. We're trying to find our starting eleven. We're trying to find what we're gonna, how we're gonna line up. You know, generally the system has stayed the same through through Greg's mind, but um, but I I think that when you only have a few games to iron out the playbook it and you don't have a super deep bench where you can put different players in place to have a variety of of play it 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 makes it makes you more susceptible to getting picked apart like what you're describing right like it's like it, it does, you've only got a handful the, of tricks to, to the that other they part of this is out, that right? you are getting into as you get deeper and deeper in this tournament, you're getting into experience level coaches right. that it's, it's not just system against system. It is individual yeah. matchup against individual matchup and it's fluid and they're able to coach this at a much higher level than just put this person against this person. And and I'm not bashing Greg. I'm just saying Louis Van Hall and this team that has been together for that much longer 
Yeah. You know, he looked at specific tendencies of specific players on, on the U.S. and said, we can do this to them. We can do this in this moment. This is how we're going to set it up. We're going to take the first 15 minutes. I want you to be here. And as soon as we get this type of play, this is what you do, which is expert coaching. You know, it's yeah. not just – it's not – we didn't get played off the field. Oh, no. We had three lapses, and they capitalized on them. I mean, yeah. those lapses – we look tired. I mean, yeah, but nine at the same players point, started all four matches in 13 days. Right. But also yeah. keep in mind that um, I don't exactly have the, the shot numbers up in front of me. Um, total shots, uh, 17 to 11. Well, yeah. but also, um, we had 58% possession of 42. And in the Dutch, in their first three group games, they didn't take that many shots, but they just converted them. So they're capitalizing on their shots and, and on their chances. Yeah. So they're lethal where we oh, absolutely. weren't. Pulisic. And we talked, missed it. we talked about that in Second the Ecuador minute. game. Like Ecuador had, two, uh, during the Ecuador game, they had zero shots inside the box. They had two total shots on goal. Both of them were outside the box right. and they tied them 1-1. You know, we're talking right. about the second minute. Pulisic has a one-on-one with the keeper. What happens mm-hmm. if he puts that away? I mean, how many? Right. Uh, yeah. We'll get to our goal, but we had opportunities, just like they had opportunities. But their opportunities, they put them away. I mean, that oh, is yeah, literally. I mean, that is. I'm going to get into that. Uh, we, yeah. yeah, we have like two. Know now you know, the, the two moment, major but. things. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the major things is you know we've always talked about is like we we are not putting away goals. We had you know in three games in our group stage we had two goals. And we made it out. And then, you know, we score one goal here on 17 shots. Like, did we have, you know, so you're talking about stats. I mean, we can get into this later, but we had 17 shots on goal. We had three big chances. They had right. three eight, eight shots big on, chances. Eight shots on goal, 17 shots. Yep. Yeah. And t- yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, eight shots on goal is better than, I, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I wonder if we even had eight shots on goal in the entire group stage combined. Yeah, maybe not. So it's not. No, I, like, I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I. I, I don't think we did ba- either. Based on what I heard in the in the Iran game, they said something like it was the fourth shot on goal or something. Yeah, in there, you know. So like the Iran game, we came multiple. out of the woodwork and shot. Yeah, yeah. So multiple of those shots though were right at the keeper. Yeah, I mean to be fair, he was six foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> So if you yeah. kick it near the goal, it's a shot at so the keeper. Yeah, the, some pool of six shots weren't say, great. Yeah, that was, a, that was a heartbreaker. What about the – you guys want to talk about the first Dutch goal? Yeah, yeah. and I think that um, speaks to – I think it speaks to what Haas was saying. It seemed like we were tired, and I don't think we were as physically tired as we were kind of – I think it was like mentally tired. I, you know, I think Greg spoke to, he, he said off the jump, like, Hey, we have group stage matches. That's one part of the tournament. And then we have the bonus games and a different part of the tournament. So he divided it into two. So we prepared for the three group stages and, you know, we got out of the group stages. So it's like, all right, we go to the second game. Cause I, I honestly felt like the Netherlands also looked physically tired. I just think they, mentally we're a little bit more locked in this game not a little bit a lot more locked in this game and it's and literally those three goals are to in my opinion like a mentally locked in veteran 
doing what they should and while while our guy mentally turned off maturity well yeah the first goal adams was jogging behind uh was it dumfries no uh no it was memphis yeah Yeah, memphis and like the whole way down the field just jogging behind him making no effort to catch up to him which led to him being wide open in the box for dumfries to uh cut it back to him yeah. Yes and no. yes and no. I, I agree. I mean, you can you can say that, but then there's also no other Dutch player ahead of him, and you got Riemann Zimmerman continuing to, to to drop deeper. You know, and, and like I said, I think this is Leuven Hall recognizing something that you know, take it deep. Robinson will chase you down. He'll overcommit cut it back to the top of the 18 and and the runner will be right there. And that's the exact same thing that happened with the second goal as well for daily blend. Right. All Robinson. All track. Half. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay. So all three goals were not something crazy. They were literally man marking errors. Yeah. Those were the three yep. goals. The three goals were man marking errors. And that is, you know, the bread and butter of defense, you know, defense 101. They were guys that were either unmarked or they lost their mark, which is, you know, it, I, I hate to throw shade on the U.S. back line or the back or just defense in general, including the six, including Tyler. But, you know, we let one goal in on a penalty in three games against, you know, three really good teams. Our defense is solid. Like the U.S., you know, as far as like Reem and Zimmerman, they're not the best players in the world, but they are. They were playing awesome. This specific game is just they were able to. I, I just felt like our guys just mentally just turned off for a second, and you got to see what happens when you turn off for a second or two against people that are, you know, extremely good. Like this is not Honduras away. This is not Panama at home. This is. You know, you got Memphis Depay, you've got Gakpo, you've got these guys playing either for a long time and at a high level or people that are up and coming. And it, it seems like Adam should have marked Memphis on the way back. He just jogged right behind him. They were literally five feet apart. And then when he scored, and that, that's at the halfway line, they were five feet apart when he scored. So, like, he didn't get back to mark Memphis. In sure. my opinion... I think it actually was Adams should have gotten back to get goal side of that guy. That is that I is agree. defense 101. That being said, Memphis is a striker and it should have been sorted out by Reem or Zimmerman by one of our center backs. You know, that being said, you know, maybe Reem should have been marking, you know, because I, I think there was two people in the box or three people in the box. And Memphis, all he did was, I wouldn't even say he, he held his run. He just came in at that time. Zimmerman maybe should have like came out or Reem to step to that guy, but you know, okay. Let's give credit I'll, where I'll, credits due. Prior to that, prior that entire sequence going down the field, they were that was beautiful soccer. Period. So I'll like, I'll, I'll correct myself a little bit. I'm I'm rewatching it right now, and exactly what they did was they they sent two runners into the box. Yeah, there was more. Yeah, Re- yeah, yeah, and Reem and and Zimmerman sucked in with it. And Memphis kind of dropped back to that and was wide open because that Tyler Adams 
didn't track back with the runner to fill the space. Yeah. So yeah. you're not, I mean, yeah. And you're not wrong in saying it's not necessarily yeah. his job to be marking somebody at the penalty spot. Like a, no, like but a, he needed to fill the space. Yeah, exactly. They, they showed a graphic yeah. at half. Uh, I don't know. Remember what it was showing exactly like speed, whatever it was showing, but it highlighted Adams not getting back. Yeah. Yeah. On that. Yeah. Which again, he has been the best player on the United States team, period. Like, period. And you, it it is okay to make a mistake. Um, we know he hustles. We know his soccer IQ is extremely high. He knows to get goal side of that guy, which is why I said, you know, when you look at these goals, when you isolate them, it seems like it was a um, a per like a individual error. Like it was individual errors. You know. Four matches it, in 13 days. Yeah, it's rough. And that also speaks to our depth, like the depth of our, you know, our our back line. And, and I'll, I'll get into this later, but I mean, you also got to think like, you know, when the, over this entire tournament, you can be like, who was our anchor on the back line? And we're all going to be like Tim Ream. Tim Ream in the back four was like definitely our like anchor. And it's like, cool, because he wasn't called in for like 20 camps. He was just thrown in last minute. And the fact that we expect him to come back and know how Walker Zimmerman plays and know how Tyler Adams plays, even though he doesn't play with these people, is 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 a stretch. And I think yeah, that speaks I, more to like something I'm going to talk about later. Yeah, I mean, I mean, possibly. I, I this yeah, is maybe, where I think maybe, just tactically, I think tactically we just got um worked. I I really think, you know, the little the little tweaks that that the Netherlands did and the fact that we didn't take advantage of the chances that we had. Correct. Is at the end of the day, what, what knocked us out? You know, we had a lot of chances. We had a lot of big chances. This game could have been two to two easily. And then it's a completely different look. So I'm not going to kill Tim Ream. I'm not going to, you know, no, 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 no. That was not letting in a ton of goals. I, I just think this was a, the Dutch are known to be tactical. They're known for total football. That's exactly what you ran into here. And, you know, it just, we weren't physically outplayed. I really think just mentally the players on the field outplayed the U S I agreed. Completely agree. Anything specific to add to the second goal? I mean, these are overarching thoughts. Um, and, second, I, and I think that they apply, right, Get game-wide. Yeah. But um, just going through the first half, they got another one in right before the half. Gut sucked. Yeah. Uh, uh, Desk lost, lost Glind on that one. I, I think – did he slip? I, I haven't watched it. I, I watched it a bunch, and I can't remember. It's like it's evading me right now. But I feel like he just, you know, like, you know – you know, fainted out left and then, and then cut back right. And then he slipped for a second and that gave him a second to, to put it no, in. I also, he, nope. I just, no, he just beat he him. Didn't. Yeah. He just, no, he just didn't pay attention to him. Yeah. So, yeah. and he I want to say this also, like, you know, we needed, and I think I said this prior, I think that I said this going into this game, or at least I said it to myself at night, staring into the mirror. Um, <laughs> we really, really, really needed, Dest to have an awesome game because he has been lights mm-hmm. out. Like he has been getting the ball in the back and progressing the ball forward as if he was a six as a right back. Like he has been phenomenal and he was absolute dog barf 
this entire game. He was the lowest rated person by a long shot, almost by an entire point. And this is this speaks to that. And this is what this is why Ben's a Dest hater comes from. It's like sometimes strictly D, like strictly just man marking, like, hey man, don't let this guy and Daily Blend's like my age. He's like a hundred years old. He's not fast. He's not quick. Yeah, and but he this just, is Dest Dest against the system that he came up in. These people, they know Dest. They've played yeah. with Dest. So yeah. the fact that he came up in the Netherlands and in their youth system and just decided, I mean, I don't remember how many years ago, but somewhat recently committed to the U.S. So yeah. uh, also fact they just shut him down. Blend is 32 and Ben Schreiber is 40. 32 as well. No, we, need, no, we don't need to talk about anything more. I'm 32. I mean, my hairline's 40, but you know, 32 is cool. Yeah. I mean, one out of so, four games Dest struggled in. And he still had some decent moments. Yeah, he still progressed the ball pretty well. I, you know, I didn't... I, I don't know. I just think defensively, especially to let Blend score. He's 32? Man, I thought he was 50. Yeah, but once again, it was the same kind of play. I mean... Yeah, and it was the kind you of... Can, you can be... How many times have we played people who are older but their mind has not gone away and they are a nightmare to play against because you can run all over the god's green earth and they're just going to touch the ball past you or they're always in the correct position yeah cool well, it, in the, fair play yeah. you gotta yeah. wonder with the proximity to the half like if if guys are checking out you know we're we're waiting for the whistle kind of thing like yeah boy did we need to go into that half one to zero right agree and, and like just had the be big able to regroup and, yep come out like maybe get one fast something like that but um seeing the second goal was was a pretty tough blow almost the worst blow uh uh and, until later <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah um that that was tough so so coming out of halftime uh, we made some subs. Let's kind of run through that and then talk through uh, a little bit about the second half. Yeah, sure. So the and what I was talking off air to everybody, we'll, we'll start with we'll start with the United States. The only sub we made is we took off Ferreira, who is basically a what played as a false nine. That's what he is as a false nine. I I didn't think Ferreira had a terrible first half. He was a little bit invisible. Um, I didn't think his touch was bad. Um, his hold-up play was okay. His ball playing was okay. But the game did not call or need a false nine. The problem is we subbed out Ferreira and we put in Reyna. I was extremely Finally. excited. I can't uh, – yeah, I think all of us – Trey, you were on board with this, right? I, I still am on board oh, yeah. with it post-game. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But what – the my issue, burn me at the stake for this, is that, again, don't play people out of position. And if I'm not playing Reyna on the wing, I'm playing him as a number 10 in the middle, which I guess you could say was a – he played as a false 9, which is – you know, could be a 10, but – you're asking Reyna to come on the field. You're taking off a striker and you're saying you're the striker now, but also drop deep and get the ball. Who is he playing it to? Like, I just feel like you're setting someone up for failure if you're playing them out of position. Well, I think to counteract that argument that you just said, um, what the Netherlands are doing, man marking and restricting the passes through the center 
um, was a reason that you saw a player like Rana come in to be able to have somebody else to combine going forward to hopefully be able to break that press. Um, sure. We can yeah. argue whether it worked or not, but I think that was the reasoning. I think it did and it didn't. I, I think a lot of this game is, um, you know, it was a it was a very tactical game. It was a very you know chess matchy kind of game. Um, bringing in, you know, Reyna, you've got a guy who can um, get the ball square up and kind of like take it at people. And it, it, I think to even towards the end of the game, now that we're into the second half, like towards the end of the game, we saw him drop deeper and deeper. And he was on like the back right. He was back like mm-hmm. where the right fullback is. He was dropping, you know, almost as deep as Tyler Adams to get the ball, which is awesome, which is what I personally want to see in a person like Gio Reyna or a number 10. But again, setting up in a 4-3-3 was very difficult. It, it's difficult to have somebody be a proper playmaker who can get the ball and distribute it when the highest person up is supposed to be that person, because you got okay. way who's not, who is kind of pressing the line and you have Pulisic who also likes to drop back and get the ball. So nobody is really putting pressure on Ake and Van Dyke and Timber, which is their back three. So mm-hmm. in the 67th, we had Brendan Aronson and Haji Wright come in. Okay. So that's like, um, and another thing, Wea and McKinney went out. Sure. Um, also at the beginning of the second half, we subbed in Reina. Obviously we're watching the U S broadcast. That was the big, sure. The big, the big to do. But what the Netherlands did is they actually, you know, they have three people in the middle, just like we have three people in the middle. They subbed out two of them. So the heart and spine of their team, they subbed out two out of three people. And what I ask everybody prior to us starting to record is like, well, I, I, I remember in the first half, I remember Claussen because he is bald and he looks like, what were you saying? Someone here was saying he looks like somebody. It was like some, some character. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so he got subbed <laughs> off and they brought in a guy named Cooper Miners, who I'm not terribly familiar with, who uh, plays for Atlanta. Atlanta, I'm sorry. And they brought in Steve Bergwine. And Steve Bergwine, like I said, prior in the prior prod- podcast, played for Spurs and is a an extremely dangerous winger striker. So they took off uh, a center mid, like one of their hearts, and brought in another striker. So starting the second half, the U.S. is down to nothing, facing Memphis Depay, facing Gakpo, and facing Steven Bergwine. Those three might be the second or third like strongest strikers that we could have faced in this entire tournament. And I don't even know who they play. I mean, I think I, I believe Gakbo may have came back to like a playmaker number 10, but you know, we made a sub and we're like, yay, rain is number one. And then they also made two changes at half, even being up two, they brought on their third dangerous strike, you know, third most yeah. dangerous striker. So it's a very interesting move by Louis van Gaal to, do that and I'm still trying to digest kind of what he was trying to do because I thought oh. in the second half we kind of when I, we went after it we had a we had a pretty good go at but it. But I think exactly what he was trying shift. to Yeah. I, I think what he was trying to do was force us to play defense, which would slow us down to play offense. He wasn't which is gonna awesome. run at him. Yeah. Yeah. And which is what I want Greg to do. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna kill Greg. He put Rain in no, and no, no. he made some tactical changes and um, Aronson and Haji coming in a little bit later. Um, and I think that's a little bit of hyperbole with 
talking about Bergwine and Depay and and uh, Gakbo up top being top three. Uh-huh. I mean, possibly, but you've got England with people they can run at you and Brazil people they can run at you. So, I mean, I said top three, <laughs> top five. Can we agree on top five? He just wants you to name another team. Yeah. I mean, Argentina sure, with sure. on and, uh, they did. So they did yeah. something extremely offensively dangerous. That was going to challenge us, um, and force us to sit a little bit deeper and not be able to throw as many numbers forward. Um, cool. Good. Good on you, Dutch. I yeah, and I, I, I and here here here's the thing. I thought they did a great job defending Gakpo. I mean, no, he got a he has a seven point nine rating. He did really well, but we did shut his chances down, and he scored and he has scored in every single game except this game. So you know, Greg did a good job setting up against him. It just so happens that you know other people scored, and Bergwine also was this was the lowest rated person. For the oh, Dutch, and you mean how we let Dumfries completely go off? And well, uh, we're not quite there yet. We're not quite yeah. there yet. Let's mm. talk about our goal, which was kind of like a circus. Although I felt like when it went in, <laughs> we had kind of deserved one by then. Agreed. Anyway, you know, it was like the last couple shots were so close. The fact that Haji writes terrible touch in the 75th minute yeah. when the Netherlands gifted him. A yeah, ball. that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. I, how mm-hmm. do you miss? I mean, that I, I felt the same way with the Pulisic look earlier. He just. Yeah. I, just yeah, yeah, I don't want to. So I don't want to. Frustrating. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind they scored three. So, you know, you know, adding that. Yeah. One, that, yeah. So, so we yeah. scored, so we scored, uh, Haji Wright, 76 minute. It was, uh, it was total circus ball. Um, did anybody think that it actually went in in real time? Cause I, I, I thought it was, no, I thought it went over yeah, the goal. I did. No, I could tell by the way, the defender, um, and the goalie turned around and just looked his hands dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy um, was the first person to take off his shirt at lower.com stadium. It was on the table. <laughs> And my butt First everybody. person ever. It was amazing. First person ever. <laughs> first and only. <laughs> and that was a so I missed the rest of the game after getting kicked out, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was so let's take a step back. So, you know, we're down to nothing, like we were saying before. Rana came on at half and he did change the game. And he's he again, I'll reiterate, he is our best player. Period. Like, he has the highest ceiling. Uh, They couldn't take the ball off of him. Nobody could. Like, when he ran at people, it just, it doesn't seem like he's quick, but he's quick. You know, he's like one of those, one of those type of players. Uh, Brendan Aronson came on in the 67th with Haji Wright. So, at this point, we're throwing caution to the wind. Uh, We're running Haji Wright up top, you know, trying to stretch the back line. And we brought in Brendan Aronson. And here's what drives me bananas. We brought Brendan Aronson in for Wea. Cool. Like, Wea was gassed. Totally he was, cool. Lo- he looked the best on the team at that point, I thought, Wea. Yeah. Um, sure. What I, you know, what I would have liked to have seen is, um, and I know this is not great, you know, move him in. Let's see, 67th minute, 67th minute. Okay, so he came in. Brendan Aronson came in essentially for Weston McKinney as a central midfielder. But instead of keeping him there, they moved him to the wing and they dropped Gio Reyna back as a number 10. And then they pushed Haji right up front. So they didn't 
run two up top. They move Gio Reyna to a central midfielder. Now, I feel like Gio Reyna actually is more impactful as a winger who cuts in like Pulisic. And the other thing is Brennan Aronson for Leeds has been kind of a chaotic mess in the middle as a number 10, as a playmaker. He's not a playmaker in the general sense is like he's, you know, like messy where he's really good with his feet, but he's just chaotic. He's like a, you know, a Molotov cocktail in the middle. So I would have liked to have seen him there and then have Pulisic on the left and also, you know, Reyna on the right and then have Haji right because, you know, attrition, we don't have anybody else up top. That 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 should have been our attacking moving forward. But, you know, when you put Brendan, Brendan Aronson on the right, because he's not 100% awesome with his feet, there is just, it's, it, it's just a lot of wasted energy. <laughs> Is my opinion. Like, you know, when you put him in the, the middle, the he soccer, just kind of goes crazy. Soccer playing player I, playing in the World Cup. He's he's not hundred percent great with his feet. Did you guys <laughs> he's not. He, he's not that's who our sub is. Are we talking about Robinson right now? Yeah. Uh, same basic thing. Is it is it can the thing is and you Haji. have yeah, you have in the middle, you have uh for the Netherlands you had, you know, Frankie DeJong, who played lights out who also had to play lights out to beat us. That is my opinion. Um, I, I think he was one of the best players on the field. I mean, obviously Dumfries was the best player, period. Um, Daly Blinn played out of his brain. Um, you know, Virgil van Dijk and Ake were okay, but Frankie yeah, he was He seemed like amazing. he was in his 30s even, you know? Yeah, 29. <laughs> 29 minimum. Who, uh, Frankie? Yeah. Uh, and I want to go on like record as saying, so I, in the 75th minute, no, we have DeAndre Yedlin come in. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, daily. Yeah. yeah. He's still, he's a hundred. <laughs> Check his birth certificate. Was he born in Jamaica? Can he be president of the United States? All right. Let's get this out of being political. You jerks. Uh, All right. So, you're the so Yedlin one, comes into the 75th. <laughs> and the thing is, I, this is, this makes me feel it, out of all the things to take away from this game, it makes me feel very happy that Yedlin came in and played a very solid Yedlin performance for the U.S. men's national team. Like, this is what he can provide. He was awesome when he came on. He provided the hockey assist or the MLS assist to Christian Pulisic. I thought he did. He was a breath of fresh air. This is, this is, that is who did you, you should put on. Did you watch the game? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought for, for as far as a right back, if he was always like if he would have put on Shaq Moore, I roll. Oh no no no! I'm fine with Yedlin being on. I thought he played well, but mm-hmm. oh, I didn't think he played lights out. Uh, but if we're gonna lose, <laughs> and this is obviously gonna be the last time he gets called up, he has been you know with us for he's been the longest like tenured person, and to see him 29. like come on and play well, and his like second touch, like his first touch was awesome. I can't remember. It was like in their attacking third. And then his second touch was the one time through ball to Pulisic, which was chef's kiss. And then Pulisic (laughs) played it in chef's kiss and Haji Wright tripped and fell and scored a goal, which is not (laughs) so drunk right now. I swear (laughs) you're talking about Yedlin being the most tenured person at what, what would you say? I was 29. Tim Reams, six years older than him. Oh, but he's, <laughs> he but if you're ta- if you're talking caps, caps right? and U.S. Men's National yeah. Team, yeah. sure, uh, yeah, he like, played he played two games in the World Cup eight years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but Tim Ream didn't play in the World Cup. 
Yeah, as far yeah, tenured, yeah, that's the correct. That's the correct <laughs> Oxford d- definition of tenured, right? I it's did not, not want to carry this mantle. Uh, <laughs> maybe, I think Trey, Trey thinks that you were you were putting too many coasters in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I don't know who put those Upper Ninety Club podcasts in the uh, in the bathroom. It could have been anybody. Uh, yeah, no, I handed I, them to a guy named John. You guys were at uh, Lower.com, right? Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. And so, what was yeah, this? It, it, we it, can call it Club Lower. Congrats. Congrats to the crew. They put on a, a good um, event. Um, everybody there was fantastic. Good crowd. Pub was packed. Um, thank you, crew and lower.com for the appropriate pricing of beverages. Yes. Yeah, actually. And food. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Good selection. Good food trucks. Really good. Although I uh, couldn't fill place? up my Tasties? World Cup. Oh, man. Yeah. Tasties. <laughs> Great chicken. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, tasty chicken, phenomenal. Can we get had a dream about it? Had a dream about it that night. Can we? No, we gotta see if they can if they want to buy some ad space. Which is fine. We're just plugging it right now. If you are listening to this pod and are ever run across Tasties, we are going to get in touch with them because they are amazing. Only negative was my forty dollar World Cup glass couldn't be refilled for three dollars. As it could have previously. Well, I'll fill it up for you. Everything else was great. I could have just been pouring into it, but I was. Yeah, it, he was doing it. You're very, yeah, you're being goblin mode on that. <laughs> Real lazy. <laughs> yes. That was better. That was yeah. better. It's like okay. a seven, maybe an eight. Yeah, we're doing the wave. Uh, anything, All right. Any, you guys want to like actually talk about the goal? I mean, I. Haji's. No, we can move on from our goal. Move on. So uh, yeah. complete so fluke. I mean, I, we I had wanted... so many good chances, and then that happened. And... Yeah, and, I'll take it. And I felt like because at this moment it was two to one, right? And the yeah, the feeling was okay, six, okay, all right. Striking distance. We don't have to win this game. We just have to reverse take Columbus through this game, game right? Like we have to be the team that scores late. And then we can take it from there. Um, I, I, I kind of felt like the the momentum was there for a little while, right? I mean, we we had the pressure up. Um, yeah, that's exactly that's I how ask. I felt. Yeah. Yep. I, I like I I felt like I could taste it. Taste of the yeah. glory. Just <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> so. Yeah, I felt like I felt like we had it. I mean, did everybody else but feel then, like Haas? Did you feel then, like that? Look, this it felt this, like we had some momentum. This, although this is it the was point I've been short-lived. waiting to make, and it is like when that that Dumfries goal. You know, I I can see it in my mind. Robinson just picks a man and doesn't look back. <laughs> and yeah, that goal. Mm-hmm. The what I keep coming back to is. Big brother dunking on little brother. It's just like that. Dumfries just, he just strolls up, knows he's completely undetected. Like and, nobody. And just drains this goal. And it was like, oh, they're better than us. It was, you know, it was just like after all the dancing, it was, it just kind of felt like, oh, we were never going to win this game. 
And yeah, and, well, earlier I said, you know, that was the worst blow. The second goal, the third goal was like, oh no, we're never going to win this game. Like, and we never were going to win yeah. the game. And it, yeah. it sucked. It really sucked. Great goal. They gave, they gave Blind so much time on the ball yeah. to find him wide open on the backside. Uh, totally dunked on. Yeah. Again, yeah. It's, so, it's just, it's go ahead, Trey. Here's what I don't understand. And and we've kind of like hit and missed on certain people and, and fought mob and certain player ratings and stuff. I don't understand how Dest is a 5.6 and Robinson on the other side is a 7.2. Yeah. Robinson allowed Dumfries twice to play the ball back to the center and assist for the assist on two goals in the first half and then completely lost his man on the third goal, all while being taken out of the play by position and not providing anything offensively. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get And I'm not hating on Miles Robinson. He had a good tournament. He has a bright future. Oh, he's, he's a good injured, player. But Anthony Robinson. Oh, so, so sorry. Yeah, Anthony Jedi. But I don't understand how people come out of this game and, and aren't looking at him going, man, he just really didn't play well. And Zero looking at Dest on the other side. Crosses. Right. Yeah. They took I'm him out of the game. I'm looking at the stats now. Yeah, I, I didn't think Dest was great. This is why I reacted yeah, the way I did earlier, nine. Ben, was Dest didn't play great, but they worked Robinson. Agreed. They worked him on both the goals and then left him and then he completely blanked like literally was looking around going was that my guy what that guy mine yeah so and again i i haven't seen it recently i think for that i i genuinely think that there was only one person in the box during that cross nope and three people like both of our center backs oh, and well. robinson were marking the guy that was on the six and no one he was didn't watching turn around post. He didn't turn around. Yeah, but that also was because we had he he had so much. Uh, Blend had so much time on the ball that so much time. Yeah, that what? I mean. Once yeah. again, you're drunk. No, a defender. You have to know a player is on the back. If you are, if that is your position, you have to know that somebody is there. Oh, totally. The no, person I, can the person can outplay you. That's fine. But to not pick him up. And then the the cross comes in, it goes over your head, it gets volleyed in, and you turn around and go, "Oh crap!" Oh yeah, it was no. I, I'm not <laughs> like, saying I'm not saying it wasn't this, Robinson's fault. What I'm saying is, at the time when he when he when Blinda originally got the ball, and they were looking, Dumfries was behind the play, and he had enough time to like, you know, like so. What Robinson did, if you watch it, he pinches in to guard the guy that is inside the box, and he had enough time where. Um, Dumfries was able to run into the box to fill that space. So in theory, he should have like taken that, you know, couple seconds and been like, okay, cool. This guy's guarded by two other people and then drifted back post to, to mark his man. But yeah, I mean, Dumfries had two assists and a goal. I would agree how, with how you Robinson, except for ugh. he didn't even turn his head yeah, to look. It's a bad, I mean, it's, it's easy to that's, criticize that's the, the replay, but it was a, it was a tough replay to watch for sure. Like what yeah. are you like, doing? Ben, go back and watch it and you'll be like, <laughs> Ooh. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
But what I'm saying is, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I also think like if you're on the left side, if you're on the left side and you have Robinson there, like also Pulisic is not someone who comes back and defends. And that's also a problem when you have a wing back. This goes back to what I talked about earlier when I started the conversation about them beating up in Van Hall, looking at this team and going, this is the guy we can attack. Yeah. This was another part of that scenario that they just knew they could attack him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there's one voice we have not heard from. Um, Mort, uh, I don't know all the details of what he's doing. All I know is that he, you know, we're, we don't go to the World Cup, but every eight years anymore, um, he chose to take this opportunity where he could have been at the stadium watching the game with you guys. And he went on some trip. I think he's to in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Full goblin mode. Cincinnati. Toes down. And uh, <laughs> was nice enough to give us his reactions uh, via voice memos. This episode brought to you by voice memos for when you're going goblin <laughs> mode for your podcast. Yeah. So for now, let's uh, let's throw to Mort and hear what he had to say. So f***ing happy I got to see J-Mo's face again. Awesome. Made me so happy that the best we could do when the game was on the line. And game of margins. Like a couple of bad passes. We, we keep flinging balls into the box. The, the Dutch are too good. Yep. Hey, good World Cup. Now we're going to drink some beers. Yeah, gr- more, uh, yeah great. You super great. More, you're so a genius. I was right. I was right. I was right. And full disclosure, we don't know what he said. We're just going to yeah, cut him in because yeah. we're going to no get this out tonight. He, said. We have no, he no, just sits no. there and he's like, I'm right. I don't know if anybody knows this, but yeah, I'm totally yeah. right. I don't know. Right. His accent's so hard to do. Every time I do an accent, I sound Jamaican. I'm definitely Moore not Norwegian. I, no. Thank you, Mort. That was important and informative. Uh, we will file that under the Mort was right segment. Um, okay, so let's talk about blame. <laughs> uh, we you know hold on. I think hold on. I think Mort has one more thing to say. Mort, what would you like to say, my friend? The Goblin King, take it away. In fairness, I didn't see us doing much wrong in terms of the lineup. I thought it was fine. He brought up and Reyna. Reyna grew into the game like we expected he would. Just execution. And like taking the chances when you have the moment the Dutch were, were clinical. And uh, we just wasted. We could have taken the lead. The game would have been totally different. We have chances later on. Bad, like a couple bad through balls. Polistic had some really bad passing. Otherwise, a pretty good game. But... Uh, Except for the defensive errors, I don't see a whole lot to be ashamed of in this game here. Um, we need a number nine. We need a, we need a good number nine. We have to figure out how to score goals because it is our Achilles heel still. That said, you can't let in three goals. That, you're not going to win a game at this level if you let in three goals. So, Man, man, sad it's over. I, I think we have something good going, though. I think if we, if we have a couple of extra players, a couple extra depth, some people coming through the next years, need a, a striker, and then we'll be, uh, be great. 
Hi, I'm, I'm more. I know. I'm right. I don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> okay. Anyway, right. we're talking about I'm blame. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, more. I don't know if you can right? see us, but we're making the the hand motions. You I'm make. a mime. I'm a I'm mime. mime. <laughs> I'll uh, got it. I'll got it. Also, I just double checked during that amazing break that we had. Uh, yeah, it was Robinson's fault a thousand percent. On that, on that third goal, <laughs> I just watched it. It's like you, we knew that <laughs> confirmed. Yeah, we it's like that. Benny Hill. It's like the Benny Hill song. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, that goes to Ben. Are you, how drunk are you? Yeah, Goblin <laughs> that was mode. So man. bad. Many people don't know this. <laughs> totally his fault. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, so let, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about blame. Um. Was it Greg's fault? Is it just just getting outplayed? You know how how do we feel about this team and this coach going into the next cycle? Um, what do you think? Oh boy, that's a complicated question. I yeah. guess for me, it is what were my expectations? Um, and my expectations for this tournament were to get out of the group, um, which we did. Played well, looked good, young team. Um, Played our I, worst I, I don't game know. out of the group. Say what? So I just said, you know, we played our worst game out of group stage. Sure. Um, all I, the, out of all the games, that was by far the worst performance. Yeah, I think you have a young team with a couple of glaring holes um, that – over the next four years need to be figured out. Um, I don't want to blame Greg because he set this team up and they had chances. The chances were there Agreed. to score goals and they didn't score goals. Um, the system worked. So I don't know. I, I'm not heartbroken by this result. I'm really not. I feel like we got beat by a better team that's going to go a little bit deeper. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm with I don't know. you. I'm I, with I, you. We okay. we have 300 million people. Uh, you know, about half of them are men, right? I don't know all the demos, but we need to find someone who can score the goals. We didn't score the goals. Yeah, that's what it boils. Yep. Don't disagree with me. Like especially in that game. Especially in that game. The the and and we've talked about it before though. Is that (laughs) yes? Yeah. There needs to be somebody who can put the ball in the back of that in the in those times. Christian Pulisic is not an out and out striker. That's not. He is not. That is not. And so wasn't Landon Donovan. So don't give me this. Landon Donovan is the best men's U.S. team. What's Brian but, McBride doing? Oh. Well, so what? We had we had three total goals in the tournament. Love you, Brian. That's it. Yeah, four games. One by Haji Wright. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Pulisic, Gordon Wayas. Pulisic, duh. Right. Yep. So Pulis, yeah. Wayas' goal was great too. So yeah. Pulisic had two assists and a goal. It makes me happy, just like the Yedlin thing that Pulisic had all this pressure, and he was able to, you know. If we score three goals, he was involved in all three. Ooh. Boom. And pressure pressure makes diamonds. Uh, pressure makes diamonds. How many shots were even <laughs> taken 
by someone playing in a striker role throughout the tournament on the U.S. But here's here's what I'm saying: our system does not allow for a proper nine. I'll I'll never stop saying that. The way Greg plays <clears throat> with this team, uh, the four two three one when he was with the crew, our number nine scored all the time. He scored on headers. He scored on the ground. But on this, and I'm going to stop you right there. And that's exactly what I'm going to say: is if the player is there, the player will score the goals. If the player's not there, you can't blame the system. I I don't know. I mean, Ferreira has not been scoring recently, but you have Haji, right? I mean, never once and, has this system set up for a nine. But and okay. none of these players are Kai Kamara. And and it's good. Ha, and Haji if, scoring. Sergeant scoring. Someone scoring. has to score though, even if it's not a nine. Right, like we're sure. sitting here saying that. So, I, what are you saying? Because you you a minute ago said Pulisic is not a is not set up to score. He's not geared to score. Right, like that's that's not he, how he's built. That's right? not his. That's not his. That's you, you, not yeah, you said no, it. He, in, to me, he he is a winger, not your center forward okay, striker. All right. So if yeah. so, if we're sitting here saying, okay, well, we needed someone to score and it needs to be a nine, and then we take another step back and say, well, the system does not afford for a nine to score. So, so who will score? Because the, you know, we we spent a lot of time talking about stats and tactics and approaches, and there's only you know there's only one stat line that matters. <laughs> and this is and this is what I said a few minutes ago. That player does not exist on this roster. It is a hole in this team. That that player is not on this team. Completely agree. But yeah. uh, but but what we're saying is that uh, we're okay with the team. We're okay with the system. We need to find the player, and otherwise, we're we're good to rinse, repeat, hone, add chemistry, build on what we've done, and try again when we're at home. We're we're not looking for a rebuild next cycle. I, I yeah. personally do not like the four three three system. I don't. I don't like the way he has. I. I, I don't like it. Never liked but it. Not once. I think it will morph with the players he has. It should. Yeah. Well, and it has. It's not what he ran in Columbus. Um. He will continue to make changes to it, but he can look at a roster and tell you, "I don't have this player." So I need to set it up this way. Do you think he's going to have that opportunity? Ooh. Is he going to be around for this next cycle? I he's married to the system. I'll I'll I completely think that's the truth. Yeah, he's not going to not be married. Haas is asking he's, whether or not he's going to have a job. I yeah. read yeah. and I believe that he probably is going to try to step down as the head coach, but kind of um, take a different role in the team. Which would be, you know, the prob the problem is the problem. Same thing with the crew during the season is like, oh, cool, I want you know Porter out. Oh, cool, who who do you want to replace him with? And it's like uh, I don't know. Yeah, Pep Guardiola. Like we don't have anybody in the like who's going to replace him that's going to make the team better or play different. I I don't have an yeah, answer I, for that. So that's yeah. Go ahead, Trey. I. I do not want to see Greg leave. I do not want to see Greg not be the coach. But if Greg chooses to say, I've had my time. It's been four years now at this point, five, 2017, probably early 18. I've had my time. 
I'm going to move on and hand the reins to somebody else. I'm okay with that. But do it soon. I don't. It should not be, be correct. because you lost to the Netherlands. That should not yeah. be why. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I agree. We with that. were supposed to lose. I mean, it, yeah. yeah. No, I no one expected us. Hoping. Yeah, Americans yeah. keep forgetting that like no one expected us to get out of the group, and also no one expected us to like give a give it to England and give it to Netherlands the way we did. I mean, we had a we had we can all agree that we had a in theory a bad game against the Netherlands. But we still outshot them. Our XG was the exact same, and we had the exact same and amount of big chances. We had, yeah, we had great chances. Yeah, exactly. It's not like we were played off the field. Yeah. It's like we kind of felt like we were in it, but we played bad. Anthony, you know, Anthony Robinson had a bad game. Dest had a terrible bad game. first touches. Yeah, bad moments, losing people. Yeah, I mean, you know, Adams, one of the best players who were like, oh, I'm linked with Man United now. Like he had a bad game. He didn't even follow a guy back. So we were able to play that bad. And still, everyone's like, you guys are good. And it's like, well, we didn't even play that. Which good. is why I will go back and say, that's why I like Greg. I don't blame the system. Like, I like Greg. I, I, just I, bl- don't. I like, don't like the system. I still don't like the system. Yeah, but the system is – anyways, this is probably a broader topic. But my view on it is, is he morphs it based on who he has. Like we all view it from an outside going, he's stuck to this. And it's like, no, he's not. But it evolves so slowly. This is not what he played in 2018 when he came in and he was bringing in Will Trapp. Well, I, yeah, to be fair, though, my – and again, my bigger qualm is the two games before we even played uh, Wales in the World Cup, we had five people on the field that weren't even on the team or, like, sure. not didn't even play. So, like – This is a team that also tied – England and looked the better team. And they played a 4-4-2. Four, four, sure. We're the only team England did not score against. Yeah. Right. And we're recording this In on Sunday and they so they beat Senegal today 3 nothing. Like Yeah. They Yeah. They, so it, it wasn't a beating like 3 nothing, but they have the ability to do that. But yeah, I don't think I if I I don't know, I'm kind of torn. I would kind of hope that Greg would step down. Um, or like step to up. hand it over to something else to to progress this team, um, but I'm not going to be disappointed if he doesn't. Yeah, I think his man management, like behind the scenes, is actually pretty good. I think he's a very kind person. Like I think a lot of the players in the locker room respect him. You know, I mean, maybe John Brooks doesn't. Wow, wow. But alleged. Yeah, allegedly. Don't know anything? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, and that's a whole other topic, which I'll stand behind Greg on that one. Sorry, but uh, I think his man management is awesome. I think he has a, a lot of like endearing, awesome qualities as a coach. I the only thing I think he faults at is in game management. Period. I I don't know. I thought Reyna could have been given more minutes. I thought Aronson could have been given more minutes. Get these guys some more experience in a World Cup. Uh, thinking about 2026. Um, but I agree with you. The in-game management, I feel like, is probably sure. the, the bigger. Like, yeah. this was the only game he brought someone on at half. And what did Reina get? He got 45 minutes there. What, he had like 10 other minutes in the entire thing? Yeah. I just, I, yeah. I think if you're going to make a change, you do it now. You give that coach four years. For sure. U.S. soccer and will then, do that. Because – 
eight years to be a coach, to be to be the head coach of a national team is a very long time. And if you want a new message, something else that the players aren't just tuning out, this would be the time to bring that person in. Yeah, well, I think yeah. him kind of passing the torch, you know, like he came in, he beat Mexico twice. He won silverware. He got him to the World Cup. He took him to the round of 16. I think it would be admirable for well, him to kind of like pass the torch on to somebody else to take them further. Technically, I, he won the gold cup, which is gold where. Yeah, but it's it's silver, silver gold. Sure. Or what's it called? I think they call it brass. Um, Fool's gold? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, um, I would not be surprised if they try to get some kind of, uh, and this is like just totally, uh, you, you tell me if I'm wrong, but American. We have, we have the tournament at home. We need the Ford Coach of the Year to coach this team, <laughs> right? Like, because it's not about wins, right? GMC, it's a, he drives a truck, right? Like, we are, we want, like, uh, who, who could it be? Like Peyton Manning to coach the U.S. Men's yeah. National Team. You know, like, I, I just feel like from a purely toilet world marketing standpoint greg does not have the sex appeal that you know papa john would pre pre uh controversy <laughs> you know you know what post controversy <laughs> yeah. be like better ingredients better soccer papa john you know like they i, I don't know i'm they just still, thinking like yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to make some kind of splashy is the word Higher yeah, Paris uh, Hilton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But we, we would, you know, we'd rename her Freedom Hilton. And yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's all free. Yeah. Anyway. Paris. That, oh, isn't that in a different country? Uh, that, that, yeah. That's my take. That's my take. I think I, if they're going to, if they're going to rehire someone, it, I think it will be because of the spotlight not because of this performance. I just don't have a good answer for someone who I would rather see. I mean, I really like Jesse Marsh. But I also personally want to see him succeed in Europe. Well, and I think he wants to as well. Yeah, he doesn't want to do that. Because I, I don't he, know if he has the I think he's kind of the perfect mix of like – Greg Berhalter and Klinsman, where it's like, I've got some tactics, but I got a lot of like balls and I'm just going to like put them together. But, and I don't even think he's the, I don't know. Trey, what do you think? I don't know. You know, the first person that came to mind was uh curtain from Philadelphia, Jim mm-hmm. curtain. Oh yeah. But I think that's in the same ilk as Berhalter. Um, he's not going to, he's a ph- phenomenal coach. But he's not going to bring he's not going to bring something different to the table. Um, he's you're you're yeah, absolutely I don't right. Know. Yeah, I, I like. I, go ahead. You have to have somebody that can that can be able to coach up and do something different with these high level players. That's it. You just said it. Yeah, it's it's Berhalter was able to overachieve with the Columbus like. Sure. You know, like the, we don't get the we don't get the big players and like Curtin's able to take 
you know, these young players and like, he's able to like see what he has and do it. But as far as like, you know, the U S has on paper, an awesome team. And I, I don't know who I would want to see coach these big names. Like you got Pulisic coming in and it's like, I'm used to coaching, you know, Diaz. He's just kind of chill. But it's like, you have these like high big names and it's like, well, how, how do you get these guys to play well together? Well, and then international is a completely different, different yeah. ball game. But at, at the same point, we don't have to qualify. Yeah, yeah so that's true. There is no octagon. There is yeah. no crazy hex or, or anything that, that they're going to have to fight through. Fancy. So numbers. they can have, literally just build towards stuff. Yeah, so we have they, so many young players that are going to be in their prime. Dude, it's insane. For this next they're, World Cup. I mean, it needs to be – it needs – the puzzle pieces need to come together – we yeah. need to fill in the gaps where we're missing things up front. Center back. I mean, Zimmerman and Reem are not going to be playing in the next World Cup. No, they'll be um, dead by then. Yeah, we all will. So <laughs> it, it's exciting. I, I mean, that's what I come away with from the whole thing is excitement for the next one. Yeah. Uh, see these players develop and continue to play a lot of minutes with their clubs leading i mean these next four years um thanks for bringing it back around haas because you're absolutely right i said this on the last one um you know it's been eight years since we've seen a, a team play in the world cup i felt like i was i felt like i knew the team by the second or third game uh in the same way that i you know we knew the team when they were in uh, or wherever they were, where were they? <laughs> South Africa Brazil? or Brazil? Was it Brazil? Yeah, it was Brazil. Brazil. Was That's 14. right, Brazil. Olympics were there too. Um, yeah. and and what a gift to be able to watch these four games and and the tournament in general. Um, it's it's just such an awesome time to to be able to tune in every day, especially with the U.S. playing. Um. It's been awesome, and I I miss the feeling, and uh, I, I appreciate the 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 games that we got to see, for sure. Um, yeah. okay, so I wanted to are we are we good on on the game the cup? I think we're gonna take next week off. We have an interview that we did a couple weeks back with Ty Phillips, the manager of supporter relations. Uh, with the crew that we're going to publish next week. And then we're going to do a world cup wrap up after that and kind of go through the, the bracket and see how poorly we did. Um, anyone have anything else to add about just the U S specifically uh, before I jump to the, the, the last closing topic here? I think it's something to say that, you know, we got out of the group stage every single game. We were pretty positive, like, Oh, Wales, we should have crushed them. England, wow, we were actually better than them. You know, Iran, okay, we won. It was kind of rough. And then we played the, you know, the Dutch and lost. But we were like, hey, we played bad, but still on paper beat them. And we felt pretty good. You know, the fact that I was, after each game, I was like, wow, we could have done a lot better is actually kind of awesome. And seeing the world also take a look at us and be like, oh, we thought you guys were actually terrible. You guys are actually like super legit. Meanwhile... You know, Canada 
falls away, does nothing. Yeah. Mexico does nothing. Like we stood out like a sore thumb in the most positive way is something to take away and build on for the 2026 World Cup. And we might even get to play in the um, the Copa America. I think they might extend that to, you know, Mexico, Canada, the U.S., which would be awesome because then we get to go play all the uh, South America guys. We'll see. Yep. Yeah, I'll um, kind of second the I'm proud of this team, and it's been an amazing four years. Watching from where we were missing out to you look at this this roster and you have you know just going down the list um you know players at chelsea juventus arsenal norwich um and talispor over in turkey um celtic fulham nashville um leeds two at leeds <laughs> ac milan um you know and Actually, two at two from Fulham, um, uh, Gladbach in Germany, um, Borussia Dortmund, um, and you have so Valencia in Spain. So, where we have progressed in the last four years to get to this point, it'll be fun watching the next four years. Um, I know Ben listens to another show that three or four years ago when they were tracking a lot of these players and, and, and discussing what does the team look like, there was one or two hopeful players. And I think at the time you even had, um, you know, Christian Pulisic would have been 19, 20 um, and looking, he was still at Dortmund and that was, that was really it. That was it. Weston McKinney was still in Dallas. Yeah. Um, Adams was. And now you have or, these guys. Yeah. Adams was, was still, Gio Reyna was, you know, he's still hands and knees crawling. Um, <laughs> Musa was still British. <laughs> right. So Claudio was on the team. It, <laughs> <laughs> also it crawling. will be a lot of fun watching the next four years develop and see what pieces and parts can be put in from, from the talent that's, you know, maybe only 15 now. Shoot, they could even be you know, 14 and there'll be 18 coming into the world cup, 18 or 19. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. That's something I'm looking forward to. Pause. Any closing thoughts? <laughs> um, just a quick shout out to our current top five in our 2022 world cup bracket. You just challenge. took the topic <laughs> right away from me going full oh, goblin geez. mode oh. on me right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to get ahead, hit, so I wanted ahead. to make sure it wasn't ahead. missed. Your, your voice uh, is just, just, <laughs> just like a sweet, so sweet great. honey. Just lay it on me. So in first place, we got Mort with 1890 points. He doesn't count, so Nick, go to the next no. one. Yep. Yeah, does not count towards the prize. Nick U with 1830. Alfred C with 1790. Dan S. 1765 and rounding out the top five is Jesse M with 1730. That's in the full bracket group mode or group stage and everything. And the the second chance bracket, I think it was a struggle for a lot of people to get it filled out. I mean, in fair Um, fairness, you had like six hours to fill it out or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this second this second chance bracket 
It's total nonsense. You get it was less than yeah. 24 hours and mlssoccer.com not a sponsor horrible platform will never be a sponsor. no logs yeah. you out every 30 seconds yeah. Yeah. yeah if you refresh the page you're logged out we can't see what anyone else has picked you just see like a score uh, oh it's like they made it up garbage that you, as yeah, they go along i know like I know. the rules yeah. and the league you know they don't have other tournaments that happen every single year that do brackets and people competing against each other to you know follow hashtag i don't stand do with properly. mlssoccer.com Nice. What was the other one? <laughs> it's like we were watching in the metaverse. All right, we covered everything. Now <laughs> Tracy still needs to get in a goblin mode, but uh, all right, Hans. Yeah. So, so uh, go through the. Yeah. the t- we got yeah. five people tied for first. Multiple podcasters here. Yep. Mark. Yes. Mort. Yes. Doctor L. Yes. Jesse M. And Ryan P. All have five hundred eighty-five. Then we have two other <laughs> contestants. <laughs> ben. Podcast boy and daily. Yeah. All right. Well, so she's been getting into it, by the way. She's been watching all these games with me these past past week or so. She's talking so much trash. I would love to be a fly of the wall. Oh, man. The cat. The bracket. It's the bracket that got her into (laughs) it. Yeah. Nice. It's almost like betting is awesome. Anywho. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, so do we have any info on, on what the grand prize? Parenthesis we're still building towards be, it, I believe. Right, we're still saving our pennies. We're gonna we're there gonna get things, something awesome. It's still TBD, a, right? Yeah, there is a uh, in the works crew fleece zip up, no arms, whatever it's called. We've got you know it's commonly trading. referred to as coasters. trading We got cards. stickers. Yeah, <laughs> we've got coasters you can put in urinals <laughs> and. We call yeah, you're on you're an old coaster. I tried to yeah, whatever. All right, we devolved. Awesome. Okay. I think this has been good. <laughs> I think this has been good. Yeah. It's also been great. So <laughs> <laughs> did we talk about the game? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh let's catch up in a couple weeks. Uh good luck to Morton M. It doesn't matter how well you do. You cannot win this. You cannot win the bracket challenge. You lose. You will lose. You lose. Uh, uh, and we'll, yeah, we'll be back after the interview with Ty next week. Um, until then, go, go everything that we care about. Japan. Go Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go nice. Japan. Nice. And go, yeah. go lawless. All right. Thanks everyone for joining the club. We hope you'll listen next week and every week even in the off-season, to celebrate or commiserate. We'll save you a seat. If you like this podcast, please give us five stars and subscribe. You can email us at upper90clubpod at gmail.com. That's upper90clubpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at upper90clubpod. Go crew! <laughs> it's like, But it's like two separate things, so it's like, it's really... Whoever did that one was really good. That was awesome. It's like a lot. It's like, (laughs) do it, Oz. It was Oz. Do it again. I'm like choking right now. Do it. It did some weird tickle in the back of my throat. (laughs) (laughs) The second.